It's Monday. It's morning. It's my cup. Guys. <laughs> Guys. Guys, mm. on God Sheesh, welcome to Monday Morning Macabre. This is a special episode because my son, <gasps> my son is sitting on my lap. So Look he's going to be all my like, son. he's going to be like, dad, this episode's bullshit. Do you think someday your son is going to get see you get uh, trampled by a rampaging herd of wildebeest? I think if God exists, then yes. Um, One that your brother uh, threw you into? I mean, whoa, buddy. <laughs> Dude, just instead You're of so like cutting it out, we should just put in a hilarious amount of uh, beeps <laughs> of Beep bleep it out. Just like really loud censorship. Yeah. So, Sconey, how was your weekend? It was sick. I went to a bachelor party up in the New Hampshire Ooh. woods. Way up in the New Hampshire Hampies. woods. You were in the Hampies? I was. And the the bachelor is a the, the biggest Lord of the Rings fan I know outside of maybe Stephen you Colbert. Every season of The Bachelor. Pretty much. We watched all That's the extended sick. Lord of the Rings. We all got dressed up. I bought a bow and arrow for it. It was sick. Shooting uh, a bow. Yeah is so much more fun than I remember from gym class. Dude, if you could be any Lord of the Rings character, who would it be? Oh, man. Fuck. I'm a Boromir kind of guy. It seems pretty... <laughs> Get out of the way fast. <laughs> <laughs> just look... He looked comfy on that tree. Uh, Yeah, just be a ring wraith. Just get domed around. Just get ordered around. Oh, yeah, dude. A little sub action. Name a bigger sub than the ring race. <laughs> than the ring race. Maybe Dementors, but... Oh, that's true. What's the difference? Subs got what's fucking style, though. The black cloaks, <laughs> though. Yeah. On God, on God, on God. Um, I got this. My wife bought me this button. Uh, very apropos. Give me one moment. Ooh, apropos huh. buds. Let me just... I'm going to press... It's like an easy button, but instead of easy... All right. Oh, wait, did you not hear it? Did it not come through? It did not. Ooh, let me crank myself up. All right, hold on. Take two. <laughs> there it is. Oh, it's making my son cry. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's just trying to get out a sheesh and a response sheesh. Oh, true. A response, a hashtag. Re- yeah, the call and response sheesh is one of the rarest and best forms of sheesh. That's just like. Humans have been doing that since we were, you know, primal. Do you know 86% of toddlers can't cry? <laughs> 86% of toddlers can't sheesh back? Make, scones, make up a statistic right now. I dare you. Dude, at least 45% of all toddlers have never sheeshed back. Mm. Do you know that 19% of Motley Crue fans are also... Fun Venn diagram here. 19% of Motley Crue fans don't have a driver's license. Dude, 19% of leaves grow on the tree upside down. Oh, that one might be true. Oh, no, it's not, but it sounds kind of true, doesn't it? Well, I knew you were a biologist, Shit. so I thought he knows leaves. Fuck. I know two things. <sighs> one of them's leaves. The other one. One of them's leaves? It's between me one, and Lord the of the Rings Lord. extended. Ooh, she. <laughs> if you're not watching the extended editions, folks, let's get this out of the way. You're not watching because they're you're on HBO watching. Max now. You have no excuse. It's so funny. My dad, like, just learned about them. Extended? And he goes to the library. Dude, yeah, he goes what to the a beautiful library time to like, be alive for him. Yeah. 
so he wants he goes to the library and that's where he gets like his movies and media and stuff because he's yes. elderly i love that and, uh, support yeah. his community yeah and uh he's like extended edition whatever is this and then he called me and he's like Summer, <laughs> dude so much more movie so many scenes yeah like, he's like it's amazing i have to i tried to get the second one but it's booked out so i'm gonna have to wait i'm like you could just like on demand probably they're, has it. they're so amazing extended edition is the only edition i do now yeah and then i also uh as some of you may have seen on the socials we got access to dolly 2 what the ai image generation tool oh i thought you meant uh, the the cloned uh no. sheep dolly no, well, that's kind of, I think that's where the name kind of comes from. Really? What does an I AI mean, have to do with a clone sheep? I don't know. Like, <laughs> you, I, I'm, It's probably more of like Salvador Dali, but Dude, anyway. What was he up to? So I was telling, I was, you know, I generated like this image of like a sailboat on like a sunset. And I'm like, you could legitimately like sell this at like an auction on like Cape Cod. And I sent him the picture and I was like, this was generated by a robot. And he was like, Oh no, dude! Probably and blew his like, brains yeah. right out of the back of his face, dude. Like, yeah, I was like, yeah, it's pretty crazy, pretty scary that like we can just do that. And he's like, well, ain't got hops though. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Boston Dynamics definitely has a Duncan robot. Yeah, that's true. And a Duncan but robot have, that goes. To I was gonna guns. say, do they have a Duncan robot? Do they have? It's a, Boston it Dynamics, of course they do, baby. Oh, another week, another scent, another tear. Scones, what are you bringing to the table today? Holy shit, dude. You ain't gonna fucking believe this. But today, I'm bringing the Oregon Vortex in the House of Mystery. The Oregon... <laughs> Is that one thing? Yeah. The Oregon Vortex the new Marvel in the movie, House dude. of Mystery? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a Doctor Strange fucking movie. I think House of Mystery is a uh, comic run, but it's from Constantine. John Constantine in uh... DC Comics. Wasn't he played by, uh, what's his face? I think Keanu Reeves played him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Even in the comics, he's blonde, but I don't think anyone cared. They just wanted Keanu Reeves. They just wanted a beautiful man. John Constantine, great character. Much cooler than Doctor Strange, anyways. Much cooler than Con Constantine, his, ex, his ex-wife. Oh, Con. Very confusing. Always coming for the... Shows up for alimony. Anyways, band. What is the alimony? <laughs> Whoa, Phil, you hold on. Ben, is it, give me a fucking on, second. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, we're going to have to Phil, are you in. paying alimony to someone? <laughs> Every day? How many Every people are you, day? How many people are you paying alimony to? Uh, seven. Oh my God, you're like alimony Tony over there. <laughs> okay. Band? <laughs> Band, go ahead, do your stuff. That's the band. Uh, squeeze it, freeze and it, and let it rip. Squeeze me, freeze me, tease me, please me. Unleash bees on me. Save the trees for me. Captain keys me. <laughs> so let's get into the baffling phenomena surrounding the Oregon Vortex in House of Mystery. Okay, Oregon Vortex, House of Mystery. I'm sold. Is this Vortex quirky like it's from, uh, uh, what's it called? Portland? Yeah, it drinks like 
It's always a coffee shop that has big frame glasses. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hemp, uh, hemp dress, per chance? And everything it eats is deconstructed. Ooh. Oh, that's interesting. Article by Catherine Olvera. Ooh, sauce me up, Kathy. Kathy Olvi. That's me as like a newsroom head in the like 50s. All right, Kathy, sauce me up. All right, sauce me up, Kathy, and the news. And then you're like ripping like whiskey at work. Since 1930, visitors to the Oregon Vortex have been stunned by balls rolling uphill and other seemingly gravity-defying events. But is it all just an illusion? Let's get into it. When visiting the Pacific Northwest state of Oregon, there's no shortage of things to see. While some destinations are known for their breathtaking beauty or must-try foods, others, like the Oregon Vortex, are better known for their oddities. 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 Located in the southern Oregon town of Gold Hill, the Oregon Vortex and House of Mystery attract a plethora of curious onlookers every year who want to experience firsthand the strange occurrences that take place in the area. So is the House of Mystery like a haunted house type thing, and the Oregon Vortex is like an area like the Hockamock It's basically Fork? just Gravity Falls. Okay. Don't know if you know that reference. I do. There's a boy with a hat. <laughs> hey, so you do understand yeah, that Yeah, he's got thing. a hat on, baby. There's a triangle with a monocle. Founded in 1930 by John Litster. The roadside attraction continues to stun visitors with its lack of adherence to the most basic rules of physics. Guests stand... Lo- okay, yeah. real quick. Whoa. These locations, whenever they say things like this, whether it's like so matter-of-fact, like, hey, gravity just doesn't work here, and like we haven't sent a team of scientists, really. Probably. Think about like in Willy Wonka's like soda factory when the factory... I mean, when the gravity got turned off by drinking that soda, and then Uncle Joe was about to get like blended up. All right, you're right, you're right. What an acid trip that whole thing is. Oh, yeah, anyway. for sure. Guests stand at an angle, balls appear to roll uphill, and gravity seems to be merely a suggestion. Many people have put forth theories over the years about why odd things happen in the Oregon vortex. But there are just as many who say it's all an optical illusion. Wait, real quick, I'm going to get my son laughing into the mic real quick. Hit us with it. Oh, I heard a little something from Darce Jr. All right, anyway. A little jar stand here. A little jar stone or a little jars will do you. A little jars will do you good. The Oregon Vortex is a place where the rules of gravity and physics don't appear to apply as golf balls roll uphill, brooms stand on their ends, and visitors' height changes from one end of the property to the other. Oh. According to That Oregon Life, the Tokelma people who are indigenous to the area call the vortex forbidding ground, and their horses refuse to enter a zone the size of half a football field. So it's Tannis, basically. That's, hold on. Sorry, I was grabbing a kitty cat. That's pretty sick. It's it's literally Tannis. <laughs> yeah, I like when you got people around who are like, yeah, don't fuck with that place. And then Please other don't. people are like, let's do it. This is fun. It's always the indigenous people in these stories that are just yeah. like, no, yeah, our life is plenty fulfilled without having to go there. Yeah, we've, <laughs> we've been here a hot minute and uh, not great. <laughs> There's other stuff to do. Hey, Pert Oregon Live, an investigation into an episode of Sci-Fi Channel's Fact or Faked Paranormal Files, tested the horse theory, and their animals did indeed refuse to go directly to the area surrounding the vortex. How big is this area? Half the size of a football field. Oh, yes, yes, yes. About 150 long, 
however wide a football 150 field is long wide. and 40 b deep however aside from the dilapidated shack that sits on the property there are no physical markers that would suggest that there is anything strange about the small plot of land some going on in that shack <laughs> lidster called it the vortex simply because he believed an invisible sphere surrounding the area created a whirlpool of unexplainable force yeah some going on in that shack that's what they call me. That's what the critics call me when they're reviewing this podcast. A whirlpool <laughs> of unexplainable force, baby. Hey, that's that's me in the boudoir. Listen. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Lidster spent years performing thousands of experiments in the vortex, and he compiled his research into a booklet he called Notes and Data. Dude, I want to find, hold on, Notes and Data. First of all, sick biology joke. Second of all, Notes and Data, Oregon Vortex. Hold on one minute. $7.50 on OregonVortex.com. If anyone out there who's listening right now needs it. They also have Oregon Vortex dishware. Hell yeah. You get a mug, a spirit glass, a shot glass with a pewter medallion, a collector's plate. Hold on. We're not we're not done there. Let's get here. Gold panning and mining. Historical map of Oregon. Uh, you can get a right, hat pin. You can get a, a house of mystery magnet. Hello. Okay. <laughs> hey, how are you? I'm reading over all the things you can buy Ooh. on OregonVortex.com. Can you write me a love song? Uh, let me search. No, it doesn't appear so. But you can get a house of mystery collector's plate or an Oregon Vortex spirit glass. Ooh, they have more dishware cool. than you would think a haunted or a, a unexplainable <laughs> area in the woods would have. Yeah, a oddity, a. a uh, physics anomaly. Anyways, in notes and data, uh, Litzer listed several theories he had about the origins of the vortex, warped atoms, electromagnets, and even an underground super machine that was left behind by prehistoric aliens. It's a fax machine. It's just an alien fax machine that's just on it's the fritz. It's a brother 9455J. What is that? You know the brother printers? <laughs> I sure don't. It's a print. I just made up a printer. It's Holy not real. Shit. The brother printer, dude. They're real. I'm looking at no, them brother. Right now. Brother is a real brand. I Jesus made up. Christ! The- I thought you were gonna say you didn't, and I was gonna be like, "What the fuck is happening?" Welcome to the vortex, baby. But Lister wasn't the first person to notice something odd about the land. In the late 19th century, the Great Eagle Mining Company built an assay office in the area of the vortex to weigh and measure the purity of the gold that miners were digging up nearby. It was a million percent pure. It could be argued that the location along Sardine Creek made the most sense for an outpost because people frequently pan for gold there. But according to the Bend Bulletin... Ooh, is this like the tabloids of like the like 1880s? I don't know. It's, on, it's, got a, it's hyperlinked. Let me click. Ooh, hyperlink. Next you're going to tell me what HTML stands for, Papa. It says the Bulletin. It's just a news site, I think. A local Oregon news site. Well... Anyway, the plot was purposely selected by savvy miners. They knew that measurements weren't accurate within the vortex. They wanted to take advantage of the naive but fudging numbers in the favor. Oh, it sounds they like to take they advantage need an excuse. of the naive <laughs> by fudging numbers in their favor. What does that have to do with the vortex, though? Because they, just like, they the don't weigh anywhere. They don't weigh the same. So they're like, oh, look at that. Oh, I see. By the they're early like, 1900s. One gold is usually like three chicken nuggets, and then there it's like five chicken nuggets, or two chicken nuggets. I don't know Yeah, so basically you have to now. give less chicken nuggets to the other people because you give them less of a percentage. Yeah. But then you yeah. have to keep more chicken nuggets. Guys, watch Hey Arnold. It'll all make sense. By the early 1900s, the post had been abandoned, 
and the assay building began to fall into disrepair. It slid off its foundation during a landslide sometimes in the 1910s and came to rest at an odd angle, making it uninhabitable as a home or office. But in 1914, according to the Oregon Encyclopedia, a prospector named William McCullough rediscovered the outpost and persuaded his friend John Litster to purchase the land. Dude, I, you will never fucking convince me to purchase land. Like, Dude, well... As a friend? Like, not just be like, yo, bro, just buy these 40 acres, baby. Give me a 200K. I'd be like, what are you talking about? I don't, dude, if I had the money and someone was like, physics yeah, don't work here, I'd be money, like, yep, give me the money. Oh, all right, all right. <laughs> give yeah, me yeah, the yeah, money. I'm saying, if I'm running on my current budget of like four clam strips a week, like, I don't think I can do that. Yeah, you'd need a lot of clam strips. Mm-hmm. Dude, the current, like, who knows? You could fucking live forever in this thing. Bro. Think about how, like, good your knees from be? there. Sheesh. No gravity, dude? Just your joints feel amazing all the time? That sounds like a place where AI could dunk, and I don't like it. <laughs> I'm with my dad on this one. Lidster was a geologist, physicist, and mining engineer born in Scotland in 1886 to a British foreign diplomat. While he opened up the Oregon Vortex and House of Mystery for public exploration in 1930, he continued to conduct his own research on the seemingly paranormal phenomena that took place on the land until his death in 1959. But despite decades of testing, Litster never solved the mystery of the Vortex. Well, that makes me go, is there even a mystery to solve? Call me a skeptic, but sheesh. So aside from the ones we mentioned, like balls rolling uphill and brooms standing on one end... Various other remarkable incidents occurred within the Oregon Vortex. For one, guests who were walking perfectly upright before crossing the invisible boundary into the Vortex immediately began to stand at an angle once they stepped over the border. Meanwhile, the phenomenon that shocks visitors the most is the apparent height change that takes place within the Vortex's force field. Well-informed tour guides demonstrate this occurrence to curious travelers who make the trek to the rural roadside attraction. When a person within the 165-foot radius of the vortex walks toward magnetic north, they appear to shrink to a shorter height. When one walks towards magnetic south, they appear to grow taller. Isn't that just perspective if they're walking farther and closer to you? I don't know, man. I mean, sheesh. Countless examples of this have appeared in both photographs and videos showing two people of different heights standing side by side. One taller individual and one shorter individual stand a few feet apart from one another. But when the two switch positions, they also switch heights. The one who was originally taller is now shorter or the same size as the smaller individual. All right, we got to test this out, Scotty. Holy shit, Molly, We got to get over there. Scones is four foot eight. I'm 16 foot six. See and if this works. We're here, bada bang. We're, we're even. <laughs> back Poor to guy. back. Fuck. <laughs> Tour guides say the height change happens because guess molecular structure changes within the vortex. But researchers from fact or faked have their own Whoa. theories. Ben Hansen, a former criminal investigator for the FBI, told Oregon Live, I see that there's an altitude change, and I think it's exaggerated when you put two people together. But when you watch the video, it's actually quite remarkable. Wow. Of course, Hansen isn't the only one who is skeptical of the physics-defying claims put forth by tour guides at the Oregon Vortex. Is there a tour guide union? Ooh, let me see. Do we if we start that, Tour do we get money? Guide, <laughs> I think well, first we have to deal with the mob. That's all uh, new unions do. Oh, here we are. The National Federation uh uh of Tourist Guide Associations. Wow. Everything's NFTGA, got a union. These days. Dude. Well, we gotta protect our uh 
NFTGs. What yeah. better way than the NFTGA? NFTGA. Guys, dude, donate they have to the a NFTGA. conference, dude. Hold on. Let's go to the NFTGA conference. Fuck. Oh, it already event. happened, dude. Uh, San Antonio, Texas, February 2022. Yeah. Doesn't look like they announced when 2023 is going to be. It's probably sick. It's going to be fucking lit, dude. It's probably how people many, like how hooking many up people, and gambling and shit. How many people do you think go to these? Dude, imagine like being the asshole who gets lost at one of those. Oh, my God. You're just like, yes. hey, I don't know where I'm going. And like 800 people Everyone are like, <laughs> 800 people try to show you where Stay the bathroom close, is. Stay close, please. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's yelling that all the time. Yeah. Over the years, plenty of dubious visitors have tried to make sense of the strange phenomena that occurs at the vortex and within the house of mystery. In 1998, magician James Randi used photography and mathematical equations. My two least favorite things. Yeah. Well, if there's two things magicians know about. Yeah, that's true. Both photography those are magic. <laughs> Anyways, he used it to break down the optical illusions that are utilized at the attraction. For one, balls may appear to roll uphill because the walls and floor of the house mystery are tilted at different angles. So the distorted background alters a person, uh, alters a visitor's perspective, but in reality, the laws of gravity remain fully intact. Despite Lister's years of research into the vortex, it appears that he may have been well aware of the truth behind the illusions. According to the Oregon Encyclopedia, when a similar mystery spot opened in Santa Cruz, California in 1939, Lister sued them for copyright violations. So this dude's trying to be the only mystery in town. Dude, I know a whole machine, baby. Holy crap, filled with a bunch of weirdos. Hey, hey, they look like they're having fun. Leave him alone. <laughs> hey, leave him alone. He's a man with a green shirt talking to a dog. He's in there, and we're out here, and he's a caveman. <laughs> However, when the court pointed out that Litzter insisted the Oregon Vortex was a natural phenomenon, while the California Mystery Spot made no such claim, he quickly had to withdraw his suit. Oh, shit. So basically, you don't, you don't got to sue the, the California Spot, because it ain't fucking real, dude. Because it's bull. Bull crap. You ever watch Boy Meets World? Yes. Okay. Okay, let's talk. Let's get into it. <laughs> what we came here to talk about... Have you seen season four, episode like five, I believe? It's called Singled Out, where Eric goes on MTV's early 2000s or late 90s dating show, Singled Out. No way. Hold on. Holding. Let's see. Eric lands a spot at MTV's dating show, Singled Out. Meanwhile, Corey (laughs) has his tonsils taken out. Uh Uh-huh. Episode aired November 1st, 1996. Season four, episode seven. Holy shit. (laughs) I watched it like uh, last week. Maybe a couple nights ago, and it was mind blowing because I forgot that Chris Hardwick was the host of Singled Out, and <laughs> it's so weird to see Chris Hardwick like in his like mid to late twenties. Uh, that's all. <laughs> the end. It's really crazy, dude. Look it up. It's fucking weird. So anyway, now that we're on topic, no, 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 hold on. <laughs> yeah. I, sometimes I wonder, dude. Mr. Feeney followed them their entire lives. Yeah, you know what's crazy? I cannot believe that Mr. Feeney is still alive. No fucking way. Isn't that crazy? The actor is not dead. So do you think he was just like 40 and looked like he was 70? Dude, no, he's in his 90s. Dude, shout out William Daniels, dude. Yeah, on guard. I also just put together... So, Corey Matthews is Ben Savage. 
Yeah, and Fred Savage's brother, yes. Yeah, I never put together yeah. he was Fred Savage's brother. Yep, yep. Anyway, Mr. Feeney's like their fucking middle school teacher, then their high school teacher. Yeah, then I yeah, think their principal. He ends up then in their college. college professor. Then that their husband. That guy skipped a bunch of degrees. Yeah, he just he's like, like. Yeah, and their neighbor. Yep, he's got it all, dude. Honestly, he's probably like their accountant, <laughs> their mailman. <laughs> he's cooking the books in the back. He's hooking up with the mom. He's hooking up with moms in the back while he's cooking up the books. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Feeney. Mr. Feeney, dude. Mr. Feeney. <laughs> Why weren't we on that show? We could have just stood in the back and done that. <laughs> Mr. Feeney hooking up with Corey's mom while cooking the you know, books. <laughs> like, yeah, that would, see, we could have been characters on that show. Easy. My name would have been Tia Mowry. <laughs> dude, in the I'm I'm bummed they didn't have us play the new bullies in when they're remaking right now, uh Hocus yeah, Pocus. Hocus Pocus too. I just watched the trailer today. <laughs> Shit. Shit. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I would have been like, Ice! Would you be Ice or the other guy? Bro, my name's not Ice no more. It's Ernie. <laughs> it's no, wait, Ernie. it's the opposite. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but it's like shaved into his head, right? Yeah, Ice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. What's up, California? Hollywood. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cross trainers? Oh, are you going to put those on Mr. Feeney while he's with your mom cooking the books, bro? Dude, imagine having your teacher slash principal slash uh, college professor slash dean, like, cooking the books with your mom in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Feeney. God. <laughs> this episode is going to be called Mr. Feeney. Anyway, Dude, Scott. I don't even fucking remember where we're at. <laughs> <laughs> Just end the podcast right now. <laughs> Uh, anyway, of course, for every skeptic, there is someone who was convinced that there is something truly paranormal about the Vortex. Elena Cooper, whose family currently owns the attraction, told Roadside America that some visitors even believe the Vortex serves as an energy key that unlocks portals for Sasquatch's intergalactic travels, I which love is it. fucking rad, dude. That's great, dude. This, guy's get, this guy gets it. Fucking ley line, dude. Yeah, they're tapped into a new consciousness that we are not allowed to enter. They're the reason I started stocking Sasquatch stuff in the gift shop, she said. <laughs> if this is the middle of the Sasquatch intergalactic highway, I may as well what? sell stuffed versions of him. I love dude, this woman's business, like, mind. I want to name an album Sasquatch intergalactic highway. Intergalactic Sasquatch Highway, Sasquatch Highway, Intergalactic. intergalactic. <laughs> Mr. Feeney. <laughs> Mr. Feeney in the kitchen. <laughs> it's really fun to say. Because uh. of the truth behind the Oregon Vortex, <laughs> the attractions bring in thousands of visitors every year who want to see the curiosity for themselves. And for many of them, the mystery surrounds the Vortex, whether it be scientific or paranormal, remains just that, a mystery. A Mr. Feeny. <laughs> a mystery Feeny, dude. <laughs> hey, if you're listening right mystery. now, wherever you are, whether it's public transit, in your car, whatever, listening to this, just just do a Mr. Feeny out loud around people yeah, and see what they do. But like a 90s TV bully. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Feeny. <laughs> Mr. Feeny. <laughs> or if you need to insult someone but can't make it too, like, too bad, tell them that their mom is... <laughs> Cooking books of Mr. Feeney in the kitchen. <laughs> It'll hurt. They won't, might not know exactly what that means, but it'll hurt. 
they won't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I know I don't. Mama, get out of the kitchen with Mr. Feeny. Better not get audited. Sure. <laughs> Is that the end? Did we hit the end of that? Oh, show? yeah. No, we oh, hit yeah. the end okay. of the Oregon Vortex. Guys, go to Oregon. Theme. Check your heights. Call Mr. Feeney and cook those books, people. Sheesh. Come on. Go to OregonVortex.com to buy Mr. notes and data by John Litster. Nice. nice. In the mix. Um, and check out MondayMorningMacabre.com. Screw that other guy. <laughs> yeah, Check out our website him. where you can get merch and Patreon and bonus episodes. And check out MM Macabre Pod on Twitter and Monday Morning Macabre on Instagram and do all that stuff. Tell a friend. Do it. Friend your tells. Call Mr. Feeney, uh, my good man. Is that what he yeah, says? I don't know. I don't know how good of a man he is, though. True. Cooking books in the kitchen with your mom. Bye.